Hello, hello. This is Wickly Bewitching. This podcast is a bit magical, but to be honest, we live in the real fucking world. And being a witch isn't like being in some wizarding school where we get sorted out by a hat and we have four different categories that we can end up in. Life is complicated. It isn't black or white. It's a majestic, colorful arrangement of variations and different shades. Fuck, there's even chartreuse in this mix. Why limit ourselves to a small palette to color with? So on this podcast, I talk about life. Because magic is about embracing all aspects of life. It isn't just about spell working or making sure you have the right tools or gifts. It's it's literally embracing all of the wonder, splendor, bullshit, ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and sometimes the hard truths of it just feels like we're just not getting a break. It's about everything around us. So instead of having a podcast that just talks about beautiful, majestic things that are out of your reach, and if only you do these five simple steps, you can achieve a perfect, blissful life. Because we're human, we complicate shit, we're dumb sometimes, and we make mistakes. But in those mistakes, we get messy, we take chances, and our lives become more ever enthralling and unfolding and mystical and that's where the magic lies in the bullshitted moments the moments that we slip and fall and we're covered in dirt and mud and we have a scraped knee it's in the getting up every single time that's what enlightenment's about that is the journey of the fool so if you're into the real fucking world no bullshitted crap then this is the podcast for you. And if you want me to fluff up some fairy tales and blow some smoke up your... Well, we're not going to say that here. Then this isn't the fucking podcast for you. My name is Lady L and I'm a fat, sassy spiritualist. And thank you. Now let's get into this wickedly bewitching world. I have done so many different practices and things to do with increasing your wealth, being a master manifester, bringing in the clam chowder, making the dinero. I hope I'm kidding. I was right. I have seen witches and spiritualists and magical practitioners and coaches. And, oh, I've seen it all. I've witnessed it all. I've seen ones using tapping techniques to try to align yourself into the energetic flow of things. I have seen spell working done and, oh, guess what? We're on the triple five, five, double X, Y, Z's. This is the only time you can manifest these things. I absolutely believe in the power of manifestation. And I do feel that accessing abundance is open for everybody I do feel that there's so much more to this world than we can actually visually see. I think that the world is made up of energy and that it is expansive. I think my favorite thing to really hone in on that energy is to look at the James Webb like uh, microscope. Microscope? Camera? 
telescope, telescope, James Webb telescope, <laughs> where it looks out into the cosmos. And it is the best telescope when it comes to like clarity and being able to really see things that we've never seen before. And it is mind blowing. Like some of those pictures, I'm like, I cannot believe with my very eyes that this is real. Like this is real. This isn't a picture. Someone hasn't edited it, hasn't created. This is mind blowing. We see that in earth, like, right? There is some magnificent things. If you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, it is wild. Like your eyes, it just, you can't even, it's like an optical illusion and your eyes can't, they can't see that depth. So they have to make up what you are supposed to be seeing. It's an optical illusion, which is so wild. So the world is kind of like an optical illusion. And when we look at manifesting and bringing in abundance and prosperity, like when we put out the word abundance, like what is it abundantly that you want to manifest in? I've had clients who are like, I tried doing all this spell work and all this mind work and all these things da, 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 to bring in abundance and nothing is going right. Like everything keeps coming one after another, after another, after another. And I'm like, yeah, you're having an abundant of bad luck an abundant of failures, an abundant of bills, an abundant of deaths, an abundant of unfortunate turns of events. You got your abundance. You just weren't clear with what it was. You weren't specific in the sense of what you want to pull in, what you want to hold in. And although the universe doesn't speak in negatives, if, if you aren't clear then there can be some kind of confusion around the way. Or if you feel like being super negative and the sense of like, there's no way I'm going to do this. There's no way that this works. Blah, 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 and you have your list of doubts, then you're going to have an abundance of those doubts, the exact things that you're like, Oh, no way. And I've spent seven months going, maybe this isn't real because somebody put the seed of doubt in my brain and I have found that that has been significantly more problematic than anything because when I had believed it with every fiber of my being, when I had faith and I trusted in what I was doing and I trusted in the universe, I always had my back caught. I was, there was always a net of security. There was always mysteriously money coming in. And so I started to realize that I'm like, it's more than just spell working. It's more than just mindset. Faking it does not mean you make it. There's a lot that you need to change and adjust. It's your home space. Looking around your house. There is so many levels of scarcity. When we think of scarcity, we think of without. But there's the fear of scarcity, which is a scarcity mindset. Fear of being without. So then we have an overabundance of shit we don't need. In my case, you have ADHD. So sometimes you have six tubes of toothpaste because you forgot you already purchased toothpaste. So that, that has happened. So I have an abundance of toothpaste. But I also have abundance of other things that I have held on to that I'm like, what if one day I'm going to need this mysterious thing that I haven't used in years? What if? 
I have an abundance of makeup that is probably expired, but I keep on to it because we do not have a Mac in town and I absolutely love Mac, but I love it because a good friend of mine who has passed on, it was something I purchased when I was with them. And that part makes it harder to get rid of. But I want to honor myself and I want to honor those who I love. And I want to honor this process. And in order to do so, I must remove that energy in the house. That is scarcity. Even the way we consume our food can be based on scarcity. We can consume our food with the intention and mindset of infinite possibilities, of prosperous, abundance things. But if we focus on the scarcity aspect, instead of thinking of the bounty, then even our food can carry, carry the energy of scarcity. Instead of looking at picking up a bag of $2 frozen vegetables, looking at it and going, okay, this $2 dollar, you know, of vegetables, I can make an abundant amount of meals. So what can I add to it to really bring that energy of abundance and luxury Maybe you're going to mix it with rice and some beans. Why don't you add some like curry to it? Add some saffron to it. If you can make saffron rice, you know, maybe add something in there that feels luxurious or tastes luxurious to you. Something that makes you feel comforted. You don't have to break the bank. You have an abundance in your rice grains abundance in the beans that you put into it, abundance in the vegetables that go into it. All of those things are in abundance instead of looking at it as scarcity, like this is all I can afford to eat and like tough luck. Instead going, I am thankful for every single grain of rice so it can nourish my soul and my body and fill me up. That I am abundant in energy of nourishment love these beans because it gives me the abundance of health and health is wealth I'm abundance in the nutrients that are found in these vegetables and these vegetables make sure that I am able to sustain the energy to go about my day to change the energy around me and create alignment I know what it's like to not have money because I have not been living financially high oh I apologize if you hear any sounds Apparently, upstairs is quite loud today. <laughs> I'm blessed, you guys. <laughs> Sending up some energy of love. I think they dropped a can. <laughs> or they're doing a dance. Who knows? But it's all about bringing the abundance in without the scarcity mindset slipping in. Like looking at things that you purchase. Did you purchase it with like a scarcity? You know, I'm feeling really bad about myself, so I'm going to, like, buy, like, you know, six Persians and mow them down. For those who don't know what Persians are, they're, like, little cinnamon buns with, like, icing on it that has, like, a hinted flavor of strawberry. It's probably, like, just regular icing stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't even say that they're cinnamon icing. I don't know what kind of icing. I think they're just standard icing. And then they put strawberry jam and put it on top. 
it's good. I thoroughly enjoy them. I didn't always enjoy them because I was like, this is really nothing. But over the years of being where I live, I definitely have grown to admire them. But when it comes to abundance and looking at manifesting, there's so much more that we need to look into it. If you don't want to manifest on the Friday, on the full moon, at the 555, does not mean that what you're manifesting will not have any intentions and it will not set forth. If you manifest and you do it on a weekday, say a Tuesday, like today, I started mine today, Tuesday, connected to Mars, Mars about drive, determination, fire, I'm an Aries, Mars rules Aries, so for me, I just feel like this is a very cyclical energy and I felt very called to, but I'm doing it for 30 days. So I also feel like it's really important that if you're setting that intention of manifesting and if you're doing in that law of attraction and you're trying to pull in that energy, I think that it's really super important to align it for more than just one day. I think a spell to do it for one day is just not enough because in that spell for that one day, you're just getting that, that short, brief spurt. I feel like we have to put in that energy longer than that. We need to put more in into it to show that we want to um, work for it. Like we want to work. We're, we're not just, you know, reaching out to the universe, fix all my problems because the universe doesn't work that way. They're like, oh, you want money? Here's a job. And you're like, mm, you know, I, I don't really want to work. I was just hoping the money would show up. And that's what people are looking for. Quick, rich, get rich schemes. Things that like pop into your bank account right now. It doesn't work that way. There is work and energy that needs to be in. So I feel like if you do your manifesting spells for abundance, for prosperity, for love, whatever the case may be, uh, that if you do it for one day, then you're going to have to work for it. Meaning like, you know, there could be a good relationship that's coming towards you or love that's coming towards you, but there might be some actionable items that you have to do in order to obtain it, right? Healing your trauma, you know, facing, you know, the fact that you are very closed off. So it means working to open up those shutters and let that love in. Abundance is not restricted to just financial abundance. We have to look at it that it's an abundance in all ways. Where do you feel abundant? Where do you feel whole? Where do you feel like your your cup is overflowing with water? Where do you feel like ace of cups is really like set in a place where it's just flowing over and flowing over and flowing over? And you can fill up all the cups from your overflow. That's like what abundance is. I think Ace of Cups is like the perfect card to depict um, abundance. So when we look at stuff like that and we tune into things like that, we need it to show up in our life that way. So when we do practices where they last like 30 days, then we not only change our mindset to align with what we're putting forward, we've also shown the work. I think like the song that sticks in my head right now is Missy Elliott, where she's like, uh, you work it, do, 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 put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your birthday. Oh yeah. I guess the rest is like, you got to take, let me search it. But I've got to find out how hard I got to work it. It's your birthday. But that's like the song that's stuck in my head now about working it. Or you can do like Brittany, you know, um, you got to, uh, what is it? Uh, get to work, bitch. Do, do. There's so many songs that you can play that are all about work. <laughs> 
just make a playlist, make a work it playlist, right? <laughs> Put it on, pump yourself up, get to, you know, doing the manifesting, doing the attraction, ideas that flow into your head, grab it, catch it, and go, ooh, is this it? See if it works. Doesn't work? Cool. Or maybe it shifts things so something else can come in. Oh, I decided to do this one thing and now this other thing is aligning in, right? Look at what you can actually bring in. But don't sit on these things. You don't have to invest hundreds and hundreds of dollars to know how to bring in the money. I've got the one thing that changed your quantum leap and jumping and order to get your sausage sandwich in so you can like become a multimillionaire. I know I've done it. And it's like, have you really? I've looked up you up. Um, I don't think you and I align with our backgrounds. Um, you had the circumstance that came in and that's how that came in. So, um, I don't really think that that's the case, right? So you got to do something that aligns with you. But there's many different laws of attraction. There are many, um, I would definitely look up, oh, what's his name? Uh, Bob Proctor. He talks about the different ways of uh, attraction. There's many laws for attraction. And so when it comes to, you know, aligning ourselves, looking, making sure all of these things are checked off. I mean, do, are we doing it through our heart or are we doing it because we are greedy? You know, where, where is that mindset? Like, do we feel like we fully actually deserve it? Because if you don't feel like you deserve to have more love in your life, if you don't feel like you deserve to have more abundance and prosperity in your life, then it's going to be completely and utterly difficult to bring it in because you are again, feeling like you are not worthy. So working on the mindset mind frame to get yourself into alignment of worthy right now on my altar, I have events that I have gone to that really feel luxurious to me, really feel expansive to me. It shows me that I had abundance and I want to go back to these places. And if you're from the UK and we have hung out, uh, there are particular, uh, certain people, um, besties, buddies. I love you guys so very much. So if you listen to this, I definitely want to come see you guys again this year, but I want to make it more of a regular thing, right? So I kind of put that on my altar so that I'm aware and go, yes, what would I do to go and do this again? What would I do to, you know, have these experiences and really push that in there, right? So there's a lot of these things that we need to align ourselves with and connect ourselves with, but we've got to do the work first. So for me this week, I am going to be tearing apart my house, getting rid of everything that I need to get rid of. And at first I was like, I'm going to sell everything. But then I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to donate as much as I possibly can. And if there are a couple of items that I feel like I want to sell or, you know, the item itself is just speaking to me to sell that I'm going to, but I'm going to like throw out the things that like honestly should have been thrown out a long time ago. But with it, I'm going to do the Mary Kondo thing. Give my thanks and bless and thank you for helping me on this trip and this ride. I want to make sure that they have a good send off because they really were important to me at some point in my life. But now I mean, like, I have a lot of stuff that just needs to get going. So that is my goal is to just like through everything. So if you are local and you are listening to this, please reach out to me if you know who I am. 
Uh, I'm on Instagram, Fat Sassy Spiritualist, or you can hit me up on my Facebook. If you know who I am, you'll know my name because I will have a fair amount of things that will be getting donated. We're talking clothes, household stuff, etc., etc. But yeah, like, so I want to donate because that's, again, that energy. If you're able to donate to something that you are super passionate about, donate. Because that will come back to you energetically. Don't donate because you, you want it to come back to you either. You're just doing it because it's a good thing to do. But it's all about creating that connective community. I have events that are coming up that I'm going to be doing. I'm super excited, but also nervous. And I got to get the ball on that. But I have three mini events and one big, huge event that's coming up. And in that process, I want there to be a portion of it uh, where people have the option to donate. And so any extra that they pay on to their ticket will be donated in a particular um, charity. And the charity I honestly want to focus is on protecting trans people's lives. Just because right now with all the laws and everything that's going on, I think it's really super important that there is something that can protect them. Particularly people who are part of the bike POC community. They have lost their lives. There's more of them that get um, attacked with violence. So I want to ensure that there is money going towards protecting them, going towards, you know, gender reaffirmation, um, any, you know, therapy, whatever it is that they need. So there's a couple of organizations that I want to donate with. But that's something that is near and dear to my heart because I am non-binary. I think I know that gender is a social construct and it's something that I just don't understand. I, I don't understand why we have to conform to a particular binary standard. I just feel that we should have the right to be who we are, however we express who we are. And so I feel like I'm quite fluid. So technically I am pangender. So I do fluctuate quite a bit with my gender, not so much on identifying as a male. I don't. Uh, but more on the femme side and also like, I guess you could say neutral. Uh, but that's something that I've discovered in myself. But it is also something that reminded me of when I was in high school. And that's kind of how I felt. I remember telling a lot of people that I was just like, I don't understand like the whole basis and premise behind this. I think labeling things is ridiculous. And I actually had a boyfriend who talked about labeling and how it was so imperative that we label because it, it allows us to identify things because we're human. And I was like, well, humans are stupid. And if you need a label, then <laughs> maybe you're dumb too. <laughs> Little do I know. <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> if only I knew what I know now. I'd be like, listen, I think you're, I think you're, you know non-binary lady. <laughs> well, actually, I wouldn't be a lady, but <laughs> so there's these things that we need to like really pay attention to. So doing stuff with charity, whether you want to volunteer, if you want to save, you know, the forest and, you know, prevent deforestation, I would strongly suggest to donating to um, indigenous organizations. There are quite a few indigenous organizations that are literally giving their lives to protect the redwoods in BC. And there are several across Canada and I'm assuming in North in the States, I'm not sure, but they are literally giving their lives to protect 
the destruction of the forest, but red roads in particular, because they are so, so old and the amount of time that it takes for them to grow is ridiculous. And they're already an endangered species. I mean, like when people have redwood oil, it like irritates me because it's an endangered species. So why are you harvesting it? Like that is ludicrous. Anyways, makes me mad, but whatever. So if you want to like donate to things like that, I think that's really important to actually look where you're donating to. Grassroots are usually often the best because in that way it's not going to administration fees. Organizations that actually like do the things that they say they're going to do, not just talk about how they're going to do things is also really good. There's quite a few charities out there that are really beneficial, but make sure that like whatever charity you are connecting with, they're helping the world as a whole and not just propagating and pushing on opinions and belief systems and i'm talking to you conservative christians so if you're a conservative christian on here i'm sorry but this place is not for you because right now as we stand that narrative of being pushed upon other people and trying to wipe out a complete group of people is ridiculous and so honestly at the end of the day forcing somebody else's religion upon other people and belief systems upon other people is completely zero tolerance. I think that they're making something with a blender now. <laughs> oh my God. Lord. God has helped me. <laughs> May they be full of wealth <laughs> through their health. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a blender because I don't think they would be vacuuming in their kitchen. Do you vacuum in your kitchen? Oh my goodness. If your kitchen has carpet, get that out of there. It shouldn't be in there. <laughs> so unsanitary <laughs> anyways so i guess this is the universe for just telling me that this is the time to send off so if you're looking for to if you're looking forward to uh expanding your wealth whether it's expanding your you know wealth and health wealth and love creating connecting to that abundance really do what's in alignment for you and look around your life, where you're holding those scarcity mindsets and where are they coming from? Are they coming from you? More than likely, they're coming from your parents. Look around you. If you surround yourself with people who have equally scarcity mindsets, my husband works for his family, their whole family, complete scarcity mindset. Oh my God, it's like crazy. It's so madness. If scarcity had an embodiment, they would be it. So just take a gander at that. I share this because I've gone through so many paths and so many routes and I've done all the things and I can tell you 100% when your heart and soul is totally into it and it aligns with you and it's not like crazy and ludicrous, then it can change your life. You can literally manifest in the things that you need to. But remember, this isn't about being a millionaire. This isn't about like that wild, you know, like outlandish things this is about what really genuinely fills your cup and overflows your cup on all levels and all degrees so i'm going to be doing this journey for the next 30 days i'm going to be popping in and out on my social media in regards to it there's going to be a lot of changes on my social media in general because i want to get in better alignment and i want to be able to hold better space for people and what i'm really here for so before i send you off there are some cards that I pulled from the Law of Attraction card deck by Esther and Jerry Hicks and just some things that kind of coming up so I know who I am, who I really am. So you are an extension of a non-physical energy. You are indeed an extension of that which we are. 
We are known as the teacher, and we are known as Abraham, and we are together because of our matching intentions and desires. You are right where you need to be. Your energy expands out into every, we're all connected, expands out way beyond our comprehension. So the universe knows who you really are, and you know who you really are. I can deliberately reach for joyous thoughts. In seeking and finding joy, you not only find the perfect alignment with your inner being and with who you really are, but you also find the a vibrational alignment with all things that you desire. When joy is really important to you, you will not allow yourself to focus upon things you do not feel good, and the result of thinking only thoughts that feel good will then cause you to create a wonderful life filled with all the things you desire. So the deliberately reaching for joyous thoughts, we do get sad. So I feel like it's really good to feel those feelings. There are things to be legitimately angry about and pissed off about. So that's okay to feel those feelings. What it is, is when we hold on to that and it creates a feminist poison throughout our system where we are only able to look and seek out those things. Be angry because shit is happening that is very irritating and very angry. Be mad at the right places and the right locations and utilize that anger to create good, but also pull into the heart. Pull into the heart and still seek out joy. We can still be sad and then still find joy afterwards. It's like the rain with a rainbow, right? So for me, I feel like we can deliberately reach out and grab joy while still embracing what we're going through because we're going to have bad days. The law of attraction is my life's basis. Since the law of attraction is the basis of your experience, an understanding of it is essential to living life on purpose. In fact, an understanding of the law of attraction is essential to living a life of joy that you came forth to live. We did not come here to suffer. We came here to change the world's vibration so that it's a better place for the next generations that come after us. We came here to make a difference. And we are sitting at a precipice moment of where there's going to be such crazy big shifts and changes that are going to create a better world. So connecting in with that energy, what do you want to see in the world and become the change to invoke it? It's not about being astronauts that sit on the chair that, that never leave. I think they're called armchair astronauts. Great big dream, great big hopes, but never leave the couch. It's about time to get up, take action, and leave that couch. If you need a rest, that's cool. If you need a moment to celebrate and have joy, that's also cool. Those are all parts of your cycle. Well, anyways, as always, this is Lady L. I am your fat, sassy spiritualist, and thank you for joining me on this journey. And I cannot wait for the next podcast episode. I'm going to be a little bit more consistent and have more themes. So we're actually going to start stepping into something I've been working on for quite some time. I'm just going to toe dip into it because I feel right now I really need to share that information and knowledge because we're at such a unique point in time where there's going to be lots of changes. And 
we've got some some things coming up energetically that are going to create some big shifts where we're at a moment of where we need to decide where we're going to stand and it's not sitting on the couch anymore so thank you again and so much love to you guys thank you for those who are witches those who love the witches and those who are magical folks just here for the journey i hope you have a wonderful day and lots and lots of blessings May your cup be runneth over and full of that abundant energy. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me at fat.sassy.spiritualist on Instagram. Mwah! Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm Lady L, your fat, sassy spiritualist, and you have been listening to Wickedly Bewitching, a podcast about this modern witch embracing my weird. And that means all the bits. Now, I do this podcast once a month, and sometimes I sneak in a couple of extra. So just stay tuned, and I hope you follow me. You can also follow me on other social medias. Again, I'm Lady L, your fat, sassy spiritualist, and it's been a pleasure and honor to hold this space with you.